Hey you guys, I'm your host Diana, and welcome to the Becoming a Divine Lady podcast. Hey ladies, and welcome back to Becoming a Divine Lady. Uh, thank you all for joining me for another podcast. I definitely appreciate the continued support. Um, I just want to go ahead and jump right into it this week, but before I jump into it, um, I want to start out with a few reminders, and actually I want to ask you ladies for a favor. If you could please um, leave a comment below if this podcast has helped you in any way, or if you have um, related to it, uh, let others know by the comments. Also, please rate the show by using the stars below as well. Um, what that would do by rating the show is that it will allow this show to become a recommendation for somebody else to listen to it so that's another way that we can pass it on so please don't forget also to sign up for the daily devotionals they are brought to you by faith walker monday through friday and they are sent directly to email i'm going to make it easy and convenient for you ladies i'm going to provide the link below or you can go directly to the website which is www.becomingadivinelady.com and you can sign up there and last but not least, um, if you could share the podcast with any ladies that you may know, it could be your mom, your sister, your aunts, your niece, your friend, your neighbor, anybody, um, any ladies that you may know, get the word out about our God. Because as we are on this journey of becoming divine ladies, we have to bring as many people on the same journey with us. Um, it's that time, ladies. So I want to go ahead and jump right into the podcast so last podcast, we talked about double-mindedness. And, you know, the response that I received back about this podcast was amazing because to know that this podcast has really had you ladies self-reflecting and really asking yourself the questions. Also, some of you actually thank me for being obedient. And it just really confirmed why God had me to do this. It's really so refreshing to get confirmation from so many of you ladies that I'm really being a vessel from God and that this has helped you in so many different ways. So as I mentioned in the last podcast, we're going to go ahead and discuss repentance this week. I'm going to repeat the word that I received from the Holy Spirit to share on this podcast. Also, just to reiterate what the Lord said um, and the Lord said, tell my people to repent. They tell many that they have asked for my forgiveness, but they lie. They pray and they ask me for things, but their heart posture is not the same. They have double-mindedness. They live double lives. They speak things that are not true and falsely repent. Repent now, saith the Lord, for you are being watched. I have plans for many, but my grace will not be taken for granted. If your heart posture shows me you are ready, then I will reveal the things you ask. Do not live a double life. Speak what is true to me and do not hide anything. All right. So I just wanted to repeat that for you ladies just as a reminder. The definition of repentance is, and this is the Wikipedia definition. Um, it says repentance, the activity of reviewing one's action and feeling remorseful or regret for past wrongs, which is accompanied by a commitment to and actual actions that show and prove a change for the better. All right. So the last podcast, we had to go over double mindedness first because we really needed to understand what that really meant. You know, 
If you have not listened to that podcast, I strongly suggest you go back and listen to that podcast first and then come back to listen to this one um, because it's, it's going to make a difference. And you have to understand double mindedness before you understand how you can repent. OK, so the Lord is telling us that we have double mindedness and live double lives. God is telling us to repent and he is telling us that for a reason. OK. Something else that really stood out to me was God said they tell many that they have asked my forgiveness, but they lie. And it, and it really had me thinking, like, why would we be telling others that we ask God for forgiveness when we actually didn't? Like, why would we do that? So I, I asked God, I asked God during my quiet time, like, why are we doing this? Like, why are we why are we? lying and, and acting like we have this relationship with you when we really don't like what is that about and what is actually going through our minds but the Lord told me that people are not really trying to get to know him for themselves and that basically what we're doing is that we're following what is a trend and living through other people you know basically trying to fit in when people talk about the goodness of God and the things that they have been through and are trying to make it seem like their relationship with God is more than it really is. And because it's, it sounds good, it sounds good and it makes you look good, right? But what we're doing is we're actually hurting ourselves more. And God is bringing it to our attention, obviously for a reason, right? God doesn't want us to be focused on any trends, but only focused solely on him, so I don't want people to take this in the wrong way at all. It's okay to admire somebody else's relationship with God. It's okay to do that. But this is where the double-mindedness come back in. Do not be stuck on what's going on in the world that we miss what God is trying to do for us. We must repent for putting on an act. We, we must repent for lying and deceiving. We have to repent for saying that we have this relationship with God and we really don't. God does not want us to fake anything and be of the world. He really wants us to get to know him for ourselves. And he really wants us to be divine, which means of God and not be conformed to the patterns of this world. What we're going to do first is first we're going to discuss false repentance to have a better understanding of that first. Okay. And I don't think that some of us realize that there is such a thing as false repentance. We must realize that just because we ask God for forgiveness does not mean that we're truly sorry. So let's go back to the word from God. He said, they pray and ask me for things, but their heart posture is not the same. So let's think about that for a minute. All right. So on some of these podcasts, we talked about how our hearts have to be pure. Right. And how God is seeking a heart and our hearts is what really needs to work. We can ask God for forgiveness all day and try to convince ourselves. But if we really don't mean it from the core of our hearts, it's false repentance. False repentance is never really changing your mind. It is basically you saying you're sorry one day and then you going back to do the same thing over and over again, whether it's right away, a few days away or even a few months away. When you repent. Or in other words, say I'm sorry, it carries a lot of weight when it's genuine, right? And the saying it requires you to be vulnerable. It, it requires vulnerability to admit your wrongdoing and the hurt that your wrongdoing has caused. To be truly sorry means 
you feel regret or sorrow over an unfortunate situation and your role in that situation. But in some situations, people would say, I'm sorry, not to express genuine regret. Instead, they use it to manipulate other people or, or other situations. And if we didn't know, we know now that we cannot manipulate God. For example, you're doing it because you don't want to feel guilty anymore. All right. So we can just go to God and repent because we feel guilty because of what happened. And because guilty isn't a good feeling. Like we're just saying, I'm sorry to make ourselves feel better, not God. And another example of false repentance is only repenting because we think that's what God wants to hear, not because we mean it, but because it's our way of trying to have control. I think that we have this problem of trying to have control. For instance, we know that we have to repent, right? And when we are praying, we say, Lord, forgive me for my sins because it's a routine. It's a routine that you do in your prayer. But sometimes we don't even know or don't even pay attention to what sins we really actually committed. It's like, okay, let me ask for forgiveness because I asked God to answer this prayer and he will do it because I said I was sorry. But if we know that God knows all things, then why do we think that we can have control over God or manipulate God? Again, like false repentance is a sin because you're lying directly to God. And if your heart does not reflect what you're saying, then don't tell God that you repent and go back to do the same thing. It says in Matthew chapter 23, verse 27, and I'm going to read out of the NIV version. It says, woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You were like whitewashed tombs, which look beautiful on the outside, but on the inside are full of bones of the dead and everything unclean. In the same way, on the outside, you appear to people as righteous, but on the inside, you're full of hypocrisy and wickedness. So when I read that scripture, it sounds harsh, but it's a great example because it matches what exactly God is saying directly to us. And I want to read it again. He said, they tell many that they have asked for my forgiveness, but they lie. They pray and ask me for things, but their heart posture is not the same. The scriptures is saying that basically we have this facade on the outside, like we have this relationship with God. Again, just trying to follow a trend or make it seem like we're closer to God than we really are. And our hearts are not pure. It says in the scripture that you appear to people as righteous, but on the inside, you're full of wickedness. Like God sees it all, ladies. So when we repent, let's make sure that it's coming directly from the heart. Okay, so now that we have talked about false repentance, let's go ahead and talk about what true repentance really is. Okay, repentance is changing your mind on the way you have been living. Like repentance is making a decision to change and carry that decision out. When we think about the word repent, I don't want us to think of it as a negative thing. Don't just think like I have done something wrong that God said I shouldn't do or, you know, I didn't do something that I should have done. Like, don't think like that. Don't think of it as a requirement because when we think of it as a requirement, we really miss what the whole point of repentance really is. Don't think of it and focus on what I have to give up, right? When you think about repentance and you think about asking for forgiveness, you're like, uh, I got to give this up if I do this, right? Don't think of it like that. Think of it as rather than focusing on what I have to give up, we can choose to look at it as all that we have gained 
by turning away from sin and turning back to God, like, and having that close relationship with the creator of the universe. Think of it like that. Like, okay, I gave this up, but guess what I get from it? I repented and I gave up that sin because I repented. Because when you repent, you have to release and stop doing what it is that you are doing. But think of it as rather than focusing on what I have to give up, we can choose to look at it as what I gained by turning from sin and going back to God and us having that close relationship with creator of the universe. Like, have you ever really thought about it like that? Like the reality that the all powerful God that created the heavens and the earth, he wants to have a relationship with us. Like that's the reason that God is constantly urging us to repent is because he loves us and he can't stand to be separated from us. God God's love and desire for a relationship with his creation is the theme of the entire Bible. What I love so much about God is that he is relentless. He is relentlessly pursuing those who have rejected his love and that are lost. Like he has such an intense urge to be with those he loves and that he is willing to do whatever it takes to get their attention. So we return back to him. This is why God allows, sometimes he allows painful circumstances or like suffering to occur in our lives. But that's because his ultimate goal is restorations with his lost children. I want to read two parables that Jesus gave in Luke. And the first one is um, Luke chapter 15 verses 1 through 7. And it's the parable of the lost sheep. It says, tax collectors and notorious sinners often came to listen to Jesus teach. This made some Pharisees and other teachers of the religious law complain that he was associated with such sinful people, even eating with them. So Jesus told them this story. If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, what will he do? Won't he leave the 99 others in wilderness to go to search for the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he will joyfully carry it home on his shoulders when he arrives, he will call together his friends and neighbors saying, rejoice with me because I have found my lost sheep. In the same way, there is more joy in heaven over the lost sinner who repents and return to God than over 99 others who are righteous in heaven straight away. Right. And the other parable I want to read is the parable of the lost son. Right. It says to illustrate the point farther, Jesus told them this story. A man had two sons. The youngest son told his father, I want my share of your estate now before you die. So his father agreed to divide his wealth between his sons. A few days later, his youngest son packed all his belongings and moved to a distant land. And there he wasted all his money while living. About the time his money ran out, a great famine swept over the land and he began to starve. He persuaded a local farmer to hire him, and a man sent him into the fields to feed the pigs. The young man became so hungry that even the pods was feeding the pigs looked good to him. But no one gave him anything. When he finally came to his senses, he asked himself, At home, even the higher servants have food enough to spare, and here I am dying of hunger. I will go home to my father and say, Father, I have sinned again both heaven and you, and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Please take me as your higher servant. So he returned home to his father. And while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. Filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son, embraced him and kissed him. 
His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against both you and heaven, and I'm no longer worried to be called your son. But his father said to the servants, Quick, bring the finest robe in the house and put it on him. Get a ring for his finger and sandals for his feet. And kill the calf we have been fattening. We must celebrate with the feast, for this son of mine was dead and he has returned to life. He was lost, but now he is found. So the party began. Okay, so these scriptures are so good. Like these scriptures are so good, especially the one about the lost son. Just so people understand what parables are. Parables are stories that Jesus tell to help us understand how God feels about us and what God does. And in that scripture, the son is the one that made the decision to come back and repent. He had a moment of truth. Like he made a decision to go back to his father. Like that's true repentance. And the reason we know that it's true repentance is the way that Jesus explained it was his father was watching and waiting for his son to return. Like God is watching for us. And that parable, while the son was still a long way off, his father saw him coming and ran to his son to meet him with love and compassion. Like Jesus is explaining, this is what God would do. God will run and meet us with love and compassion. He is waiting and he is looking. To me, being welcome like that from God who created everything is how we should really look at true repentance going forward. That's how we should look at it. So I would strongly suggest you go and you read that scripture for yourself and pray over that scripture. Luke chapter 15 verses 1 through 7 is the long sheep. And Luke chapter 15 verses 11 through 24 is the one about the lost son. Okay, so I want you to ask yourself these questions and really, really answer them honestly, please. The first question is, what is your personal definition of repentance? The second one is, when you repent, are you doing it because you think it will make God happy or because you sincerely want to make a decision to change? And the third question is, what are some things that you need to repent for, old or new? So, ladies, I hope that this podcast was able to help somebody understand repentance, both false and true repentance, because as we become more aware of these things, we really need to make an effort because we can no longer say like, oh, I didn't know that. God said, repent now, saith the Lord, for you are being watched. I have plans for many, but my grace will not be taken for granted. If your heart posture shows me you are ready, then I will reveal the things I have for you. Do not live a double life. Speak what is true to me and do not hide anything. So ladies, like, please, 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 let's repent and mean it. We ask God for this relationship and he is waiting and he will run to meet us. But we have to make sure that we're making a decision after that repentance to change. We cannot take God's grace for granted because It's not going to be good in the end if we do. All right. So. So, of course, ladies, I would like to finish the podcast with a prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you today asking to please forgive us for our sins. Forgive us for the lies we tell. Forgive us for the facade that we're putting on. Forgive us for deceiving. Forgive us for trying to manipulate you, oh God. Forgive us for our heart 
not being pure, oh God. Forgive us for the hurt we have caused other people, oh God. Forgive us for only asking for forgiveness previously because we want something from it. Forgive us for not looking at repentance in the right way, oh God. Forgive us for not taking the time to understand what repentance really means, oh God. Forgive us for not knowing how you are watching and waiting to see us in a distance, oh God. Forgive us for not believing that you were running meet us, oh God. Forgive us that sometimes we feel that we are not worthy of your love, oh God. And forgive us for not understanding how unconditional your love is, oh God. Forgive us for sometimes we know not what we do, but also forgive us for for the things we do know that we are doing and we're willing to change and leave behind today oh god lord we ask that you not only forgive us but continue please lord to teach all of us what it is that you're seeing in us oh god lord sometimes we are so insecure oh god that we are scared to come to you oh god help us to see ourselves as you see us oh god lord please continue to speak to us and teach us all how to become the divine ladies that you need us to be, oh God. We are here listening and wanting to learn and hear from you, oh God. Thank you, God, for giving us this word, oh God. Thank you, God, for trusting in me to get this word out to your daughters, oh God. Thank you for guiding me through this, oh God. And Lord, we thank you so much that you are correcting us. Lord, we thank you so much for loving us that you have taken the time to actually correct us because you want what's best for us, oh God. So we just thank you, Lord, and we praise you. In the name of Jesus, we pray, amen. So ladies, you know, I ask that you please repent. Repent, saith the Lord. He is asking and wanting to correct us. So just think about it, like, he is taking his time like he created everything in this world but he is taking his time to correct us and he is telling us what to do he is telling us that we need to repent he is telling us to not deceive and not lie and say that we have this relationship with him we really don't he don't want us to put on a show it's not an act to him he really wants to have a relationship with us. And we should want to have that relationship with him. Ladies, it's, it's not going to be good if you take God's grace for granted. Please, I am begging you, do not take God's grace for granted. So I ask that you may share the podcast with any ladies that you may know. I hope and pray that this podcast has helped some of you, um, if not all of you. Please go back and repent for yourselves now that you have a better understanding of false repentance and true repentance. And don't forget to comment below um, how this show is helping you in any way. Don't forget to rate the show um, because that's another way of sharing it with other people. Because the more you rate, the more is recommended. And we are here for a purpose. We just need to bring other ladies to God. Because you never know what other people are dealing with, what other people are going through. And God wants us to continue to spread the word. He wants us to be the vessels. Don't forget to also sign up for the devotionals if you haven't already. The link is below, but you also can go to the website, which is really quickly www.becomingadivineleader.com. 
I hope you ladies have a great rest of your week. Bye, ladies. <laughs>